What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, as always, Pedro. Hello, Pedro. everyone. Hello. Uh, today is going to be an interesting episode. Um, we usually have our, artic- our our topics written down in, you know, like a note on your iPhone. Pedro brought in a double-sided piece of paper. So I am a bit concerned about what Pedro is going to say today. Uh, I know we have a lot to speak about on the New York Rangers. Um, we will, you know, discuss what we what we think is going on with them, obviously. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, the Super Sweet, uh, Super 16. I always try to say Super Sweet 16. Yeah, I know. Um, other trade rumors uh, around the league, what's going on. But a lot of this will be about the Rangers and the news coming out about them, you know, selling. Uh, at the deadline in three weeks. Uh, so let's not waste any more time. Let's drop the puck. All right, Pedro. So let's start off, you know, a little little light, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, let's go around the league. So last night we had a few games. Uh, it was uh, Wednesday, February 7th. Uh, we had the Maple Leafs beat the Predators 3-2 in uh, a shootout. Uh, Van Riemdijk, uh Kapitan doesn't want to go back to the AHL. He is proving to the Leafs that he doesn't want to go back down, so he's doing his best to stay up. Uh, Freddie Anderson got the win. Colton Sissons and Victor Arvidsson got the goals for the Predators. Uh, the Maple Leafs, you know, they're both great teams. Um, we've seen us lose to both recently. Uh, the Rangers, that is. You can take the next game. Well, uh, at the Garden last night, we had the Bruins against the Rangers, and the Bruins probably the hottest team in the league since November. Uh, took it to the Broadway Blue Shirts as the Bruins demolished the Rangers 6-1. Uh, it wasn't even demolished, dude. It was... It was um, like they could have went to jail for what they did. It's brutal. <laughs> um, and uh, Henrik Lundqvist pulled, pulled again. again. And uh, Rick Nash scored the first goal of the game. Uh, we'll get more into that later. Um, Riley Nash scored for Boston. Zidane Char, Patrice Bergeron. And the list goes on and on. I don't want to go after it again. So, 6-1 Demolisher. And, uh, and then in the final game of uh, last night, the Oilers continue their plummet down to the bottom of the Western Conference um, when they lost to the Kings 5-2. to Goals were scored by Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid for the Oilers. Clifford, Kempe, Ladue, uh, Ayafalo, and uh, Kopitar got the uh, goals for the Kings. Uh, so let's just go through the standings, I guess. We'll just do, you know, around the league. Uh, right now, the top three in the Metro, Washington, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Atlantic, Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto. In the two wild card spots are Philadelphia and Columbus. <coughs> uh, sorry, I had to cough. Um, and dude, the, the crazy thing is the Rangers are only what three points behind a playoff spot still, and yep. they've you know lost four straight. Uh, Islanders are right there. Carolina's right there. Then we go over to the Western Conference. And my boys, the Winnipeg Jets. 
uh, with Nashville and St. Louis top to central. In the Pacific, we've got Vegas, San Jose, and L.A. And the wild card teams, we got um, it's uh, Dallas and um, Minnesota. So Minnesota climbed their way up again, which was nice. Uh, Colorado right there. Uh, Calgary as well, Anaheim, and then it drops off to Chicago. So uh, it'll be an interesting fight till the end. But uh, once February 26th hits, who knows what's going to happen. That's true. That is, that's definitely true. Uh, do you see Philadelphia making the playoffs? You know, I don't. <clears throat> who takes their spot? <laughs> Not the New York Rangers. So Carolina and the Islanders. Uh, honestly, I think the Islanders become buyers at the deadline. and I The can... Islanders become buyers. Yes, I do think so. And the Islanders are going to make a push for a defenseman. Uh, Brandon Smith is available if the Islanders want to uh, go and snag him off the waivers. Will. It's that contract. That contract is where uh, away. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just I don't see Philadelphia being a playoff team. And if they are, they're going to be bounced in the first round. Jeez. That's just sorry, Philadelphia. You got your Super Bowl. Uh, I, I can't stand anything else, Philadelphia, right now. Uh, I don't know if we have any listeners in Philadelphia, but uh, sorry about that. Uh, so let's just, you know, we'll head on to the next topic. All right, we have the Super 16. Uh, we're back with our boy Dan Rosen uh, at DRosen NHL. He uh, got back to his article. The new number one, Pedro. Uh, coming in at number one, the red-hot Boston Bruins, 33-11-8. Uh, it's shocking that with that record, they're still in second place behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. That shows how good the Lightning are. Uh, last week, they were number three. Their hit goaltender, Tuka Rosk, is 19-0-2. Yes, 19-0-2 with a 1.61 goal against average. 0.941 save percentage and two shutouts since November 29th. His 21-game point streak is the fourth longest by a Bruins goalie and the longest since Peter Peters. Wow, Pete Peters. That's 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 a name. Pete Peters. Uh, 31-game streak in uh, the 1982-83 season. Uh, their miss, uh, Noel Asiari. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, Akar, uh, uh, okay, done. And defense, uh, defenseman Kevin Miller right out of the lineup. They, you know, still red hot. Uh, they both have missed, you know, two and six games. Forwards, uh, forward Anders Bork uh, has missed four games, and forward Frank Vetrano has was scratched in a 6-1 win against the New York Rangers on Wednesday. Don't think they needed Vetrano last night. <laughs> At number two, no shock here, the Tampa Bay Lightning, 36-14-3. They're hit. The Lightning played four of their next six games and 18 of their final 29 at home where they are 17-5-1, so expect a lot of winning down in Florida. Their miss, they are 69.4% on the penalty kill in 11 games. Yikes, 25-36 and 24th in the NHL at 78 points. Coming in at number three, the Vegas Golden Knights, 35-14-4. Last week they were number two. The Golden Knights are one of three teams, Bruins, Dallas, and the Stars, that have uh, three 20-goal scorers, William Carlson with 28, James Neal with 23, and Eric Halla with 20. Uh, they are uh, they are one goal by Jonathan Marchessault from being the only team with four. Uh, they have uh, their miss. They have lost two out of three games in regulation for the first time since they lost three in a row from November twenty eighth to December first. They have allowed thirteen goals in their past three games. Uh oh. At number four, we head to Nashville with the Nashville Predators, who are 32-12-8. Last week they were number five, so they went up. 
Uh, their hit, the Predators are 9-2-3 since defenseman Ryan Ellis made his season debut back in January 2nd after a 3-2 shootout loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs on Wednesday. They are 8-2-3 in games played with forward Philip Forsberg, who missed 11 games with an injury and his second because of a suspension Wednesday. Their miss, Forsberg has one game left on a suspension for interference against the New York Rangers forward Jimmy Vesey on Saturday. Forsberg can return at the game against the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday. Coming in at number five, the Winnipeg Jets, 32-13-9. Jets, Jets, Jets. Last week, they were number four. They're hit. The Jets have had a point in 10 consecutive home games. They're 9-0-1 and are the only team in the Western Conference with at least 20 home wins. They're 23-2 at home. Uh, forward Blake Wheeler has no goals in 12 games since January 7th uh, with nine assists in that span. At number six, we head to the nation's capital, Washington. The Caps are 31-17-5. They're hit. Center of Genny Kuznetsov has at least one assist in five consecutive games, the longest such streak uh, by a Caps player this season. He leads them with 36 assists, and Washington is 17-4-3 when he has at least one assist. Their miss, again, for TJ Yoshi, has two goals in 26 games played since November 20th. With 12 assists with that in that span, six in 19 games since his return from injury. I'm going to say it again, December. like I said it last week. Overrated. <laughs> number seven, the Pittsburgh Penguins, 30, 22 and three record. Last week they were number eight. Their hit again. Uh, 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 wow, <laughs> Vegni Malkin uh, leads the NHL in goals, 23 and points, 41 since December 1st. Center Sidney Crosby is second with 35 points, which seven are goals, 28 are assists. Uh, they miss Hornquist and Sheary are week to week with injuries. Sheary has missed three games and Hornquist has missed. Number eight, we head to Dallas with the Dallas Stars, 31, 19, and four. Their hit center Jason Spezza's production has returned since he was a healthy scratch on January 15th against the Bruins. Uh, he had an assist in three straight games and eight points in his last nine. Uh, their miss, not not a lot right now, um, according to Dan Rosen. Uh, the Stars have won three in a row and have held an opposition to one goal in each of the games while. Going 11-11, 11-4-11 on the penalty kill, and 4-13 for 13 on their power play. Coming in at number 9, the St. Louis Blues. Um, last week they were number 7, so they dropped down a little bit. Forward Jaden Schwartz scored his second goal in five games since returning from injury January 25th. They play seven of their next nine games against Central Division opponents and are 7-5-1 against teams from their division. The, miss, the uh, Blues have scored four goals in their past three games including a 3-1 loss to the Bruins and a 6-2 loss to the Minnesota Wild. At number 10, we head up north to Toronto, where the Maple Leafs are at number 10. Uh, their hit, center Nazem Kadri has 8 points, 3 goals, and 5 assists during a 6-game point streak. That ended in a 3-2 shootout loss against the, again, a 3-2 shootout win, um, excuse me, against the Predators on Wednesday. Their miss, uh, the Maple Leafs are 1-5-2 since November 25th against the 7 teams that are in position to make the Stanley Cup playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Hold on. At number 11, we have the San Jose Sharks that are 28, 17, and 8. Uh, their hit, Mark Edward Vlasic, led the NHL defenseman with six goals January 1st and his fourth and 13 points. Uh, Brent Burns leads defenseman in assists with 13 and points 16 in the same span. Their miss, the Sharks forward, Joel Pavelski has one goal in 12 games since January 15th, uh, 10 goals in 53 games. Uh, which puts him on pace for 15 this season. Uh, he's averaged 29.4 goals per season in his first nine seasons, not including his rookie year, where he played 46 games and a shortened year. All right, we, we just got word of something huge about the Rangers, uh, so we're going to fly through these next ones. Number 12, Minnesota Wilds, 29-19-5. Last week they were 14. They moved, down, uh, moved up. 
The Wild are tied for fifth in the NHL with 63 goals in the third period. They led the uh, their miss. They led the uh, league with 70 goals against in the third period. Uh, number 13, we got the Calgary Flames. Uh, the Flames are 5-0-1 in six road games. Uh, their miss. They are one for 19 on the power play. Uh, 14, the Colorado Avalanche. Last week they were 13. They're hit. Avalanche have won nine consecutive home games, longest streak since they moved from Quebec to Colorado in 95. Um, and they're missed. They lost four of their past five road games. I said last week it, this, the road games are going to make or break them. At number 15, we got the New Jersey Devils. Uh, the Devils, uh, their next one will be the 28th of the year, which which is how much wins they had last season in 82 games. Uh, their miss, Corey Schneider, has missed five games with a groin injury. And finally, rounding out our Sweet 16, the... Anaheim Ducks hit Getzlaff's assist on Raquel's power play goal on Tuesday was his 300th power play point in the NHL. Uh, he joined Timu Solani as the only player in Ducks history with at least that many. And their miss, Silverberg, has one goal in 12 games since January 13th and three in 21 games. Uh, the dropouts were the Los Angeles Kings and the Philadelphia Flyers. Others receiving credentials were the Columbus Blue Jackets, Los Angeles Kings, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Get right into the next topic. All right, Pedro. So now it's supposed to be trade rumors. Yes. What do we do? Do we want to start with the trade rumors or do we want to address what just was sent out to well, the blue shirt faithful? What was sent out was a letter, um, a letter from the Rangers organization, from general manager Jeff Gordon and president Glenn Sather. Um, if I want me to do the honors and read it. you Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, I'll, let me read you guys a letter. Uh, February 8th, 2018. This literally just came out, what? Five minutes Five ago. Five minutes ago. Uh, I quote, and this is uh, obviously from President uh, Glenn Sather and General Manager Jeff Gordon. Uh, As a member of the Blue Shirt Faithful, uh, we consider you part of the New York Rangers family and always want to ensure we share important news about the organization directly to you. Uh, today, we want to talk about our future. Uh, as you know, since 2005-06 season, we have been a highly competitive team. Uh, we've played in 129 playoff games, won the President's Trophy, reached Conference Finals three times, as well as the Stanley Cup Final. Uh, we are proud of all of these accomplishments. We did not reach our ultimate goal of bringing the Stanley Cup back to New York. So as we do every season, we have continuously evaluated our team, looking for areas that can be improved to enhance our chances of winning. Uh, we begin the process of reshaping our team this past summer when we traded for assets that we believe will help us in the years to come. As we approach the trade deadline later this month and into the summer, we will be focused on adding young, competitive players that combine for speed, skill, and character. Uh, this may mean that we lose some familiar faces, guys we all care about and respect. While this part of the game is never easy, our promise to you is that our plans will be guided by our singular commitment, ensuring we build a foundation for our next Stanley Cup contender. Uh, there are no fans like New York Ranger fans. You are passionate, loyal, and true. You fill the garden every night and will always know that uh, there will be a strong showing from Rangerstown in every building across the league. We do not take your support for granted. We appreciate that you have always uh, stood by us as we ask you to remain by our side as we untake this exciting new chapter filled with promise and change. We will keep you informed as the process takes shape. Thank you for the incredible loyalty, pride, and respect you show to the New York Rangers each and every day. Get the fuck out of here. So, get no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Glenn Sather and Jeff Gordon, stop kissing ass. 
and just do what you're going to do. All right. I get that we're supposed to be, you know, with the New York Rangers, we're supposed to be in contention each and every year. But get the hell out of here with this bullshit. Do you see do you see any other team sending their their fans a note saying, "Hey, we fucking suck and we're going to revamp, so don't hate us. We still want you to continue to come and spend hundreds of dollars on t- on tickets and spend 30, 40 bucks at the concession stand nightly." No. Get out of here. This 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 and I'm going to go on a little rant. I've been ranting just recently. Last night was an embarrassment. Watching the Bruins decimate the Rangers last night was embarrassing to watch. It was frustrating to watch. Watching, you know, from Brandon Smith getting undressed to Anthony D'Angelo getting undressed. And then McDonough says, hey, hold my beer. I'm going to fucking get undressed by a Boston Bruin. It was despicable. The look on Henrik Lundqvist's face. Meanwhile, I do have to say, Hank gave up an extremely soft goal to Patrice Bergeron, um, which was just unreal. I mean, it was deflected, but still. Super, super soft. Should have had it. Wouldn't have made a difference. Hank has been pulled four times in his, what, last seven starts? He hasn't won or registered a point in his last seven or eight starts. He's defeated. The whole team's defeated. The whole team's given up. That that is my take on it. The whole team's given up. Rick Nash knows what's coming. I, the only the only bright side is Rick Nash is scoring. He's just boosting his trade value. That's the only good that's coming out of this. I, Pedro, what what are you gonna say? Woof. You know it's it's a tough situation. You're out of the playoffs by four points. Yeah. If you were to go on a five game winning streak. You're in, in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. You know, it's it's a tough situation that the Rangers are putting themselves in. Um, I see it. I get they have injuries. Kreider's out. Serious injury. Shattenkirk's out. He 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 messed up his knee. You got Jimmy VC and Mark Stahl dealing with concussion protocol issues. I get it. You got Pavel Buchnevich who's also out. This season has just been a roller coaster. The Rangers went... Three, six, and one in the, the beginning, of, or something know, like AV. that. Maybe you getting fired, only being saved by a comeback win against the Vegas Golden Knights, and then you go on a six-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. You're third in the Metro. You're feeling good. You start, then you start winning and losing one and one, and now you're you're going downhill. And then Zabanejad goes out with a concussion. Yeah, you got Zabanejad who was hot in mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. He's out. Listen, it's a tough break for the Rangers, and. This message to me, you, you're going to hear it right now. This message to me says, your captain's gone. Your fan favorite in Matt Zuccarello is gone. Um, the thought of bringing Rick Nash and Michael Grabner is still on the table. Now, to me, it seems completely unlikely. So... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say your captain's traded during the during the draft. Zuccarello is traded over the summer. Uh, I don't know what is gonna happen with Henrik Lundqvist. I'm assuming they keep him. Yeah, I heard but he's I the don't only know. untouchable. Kevin Shattenkirk is not an untouchable. You sign him, but he he's not an untouchable. You just waived a defenseman you just signed to a four year, seventeen million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. He's gone. I have something to say about that, by the way, when you're done. Yeah. Look, 
if I'm the Rangers right now, I <laughs> if I was Jeff Gordon, I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't tank. I wouldn't tank. I'm four points out of a playoff spot. You don't want to tank for Dolan? Rasmus Dolan? You're not getting the first round pick. You're you not. Know, you don't know that. You're not getting the first round pick. It's it's going to Arizona, probably. Um, you're right. You don't. But regardless. Did we think the Devils were going to get the first round, uh, first overall pick last year? Did we think? Yeah. Did we think the Flyers were going to get second? Uh, I didn't think the Flyers would get. Listen, it's the luck of the lottery. Yeah. But you, you don't know that. You're not positive about it. This is tough. And to send that message out, like I said before, your captain will be gone. Your fan favorite's going to be gone. It, it's it. You know, you, you have to get the best. And there were talks that the Lightning, again, the Rangers and the Lightning in this connection that they have, mm-hmm. you could see McDonough go to Tampa. And if you give me Tyler Johnson back in that deal, I'll take it. I don't think you're getting Tyler Johnson back in that deal. That was a talk. I didn't hear that. That was... God, you gotta watch TSN more, uh, I, dude. How do I, how do you watch TSN? I get it on the computer. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> um, but look, I mean, it's tough. And once once Nash admitted his trade list, I think it just that just it set off a tone in the in the room. It set it off. The team to me has fallen off. They're I, defeated. Like if, it's, if, they're, they're defeated. I want a coaching change. And I just honestly, at this point now, wipe it all, wipe it out, wipe it out. It's, and now, it's time. I have a question for you. So we've always heard about Av not being able to trust his younger players, correct? Right. Now he's going to be given a team full of younger players. <laughs> how if the how if the, he's there? Yeah. If yeah, if he's there, I guess you could say. But now he he's gonna his 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 hand is going to be forced. He's going to have to put faith in these younger players. And by the way, the Rangers haven't won a game since they uh, claimed the Cody McLeod. Okay, come on. And they Cody McLeod got his ass then. beat were, twice okay. last night. I didn't watch. but By the same person. What was your question? <laughs> you had a question. I uh, did have a question. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, so oh, he's going to be forced with a bunch of younger players. Right. I'm hoping now. Listen. They already they already recalled Ponick. Yo, Pionk? Pionk, Pionk. Pionk should have... He should have been on the team since the beginning. should have been on the team since the beginning. Tony D'Angelo, I'm sorry, trash. Yeah, I agree. I don't I like agree. him. I think the Rangers... Thank goodness they got Leah Sanderson out of that deal because if they didn't, I wouldn't have... That would have been a crappy deal. Um, so, hold on. He's so, trash. So, what I want now... I've gone through my grieving process. Not really. I'm still very upset it, about it what's going on. I'm still upset Rangers about what's going again. on right now. I'm not used to this. I, I texted, you know, who uh, my buddy T Mac, Terrence Mackin, who we've had on the show, Islander fan. We've never had this as Ranger fans. We've we've always been buyers at the we, deadline. It's it's just and, it's been a long time. The Rangers have been competitors and they brought up their players. They started to develop. Mark Stahl, who came yeah. into the league, started to develop. Derek Stepan, who came into the league. Even Ryan Callahan. Girardi. Girardi. Those players developed, and they were in their prime as a Ranger. And now, you know, you traded your captain away in Ryan Callahan for Marty San Luis, who helped us get to a Stanley Cup final, uh-huh. and everyone thought that was it. The Rangers were hopefully going to win it. They unfortunately didn't. Then following year, you get back to the conference final you lose by two goals against the Tampa Bay Lightning at home yep 2016 you were ousted in the first round of the playoffs yep. against Pittsburgh Penguins who ultimately won the cup uh-huh. and last year you blew it 
Yeah. You blew it last year. Had the you chance. You had an opportunity to beat a team in Ottawa. At least go you, to the Eastern you, you Conference final up. again. Eastern Conference final against the Penguins. Yeah. And you don't know what would have happened. Um, so, you know, as obviously as us for Ranger fans, we're not used to it because we got San Luis. We got Eric Stahl. <laughs> Eric Stahl, greatest ranger. Well, still, uh, now look at him. I, I mean, I wish it would have worked out. I know, I, I do too. You know, uh, uh, it, we were just so used to being buyers, it's, but it's you know, it's time for a rebuild. I'm just you know, nervous. Saw, I'm nervous. Yeah, but we saw Pittsburgh go through it. We saw Washington. We can't even win a. This is BS because we're going through this in Washington somehow. Can't even pass yeah, the I know. freaking second round of the playoffs, and yet they're still first in the Metro. But uh, it's. But look at their core compared to our core. Braden Holpe, we Alexander Ovechkin. Core. I'm sorry, you got rid of Stepan. You broke up your core. Yeah, I, I get that, but look who they still have. They still have Nicholas Backstrom. They still have Evgeny Kuznetsov. Like they still have. I don't want to even mention Oshi because he wasn't a part of you know the and Ovechkin. You can't forget Ovechkin. Well, no, I said Ovechkin. I said Ovechkin after Holpe. Oh. Um, they their their core group is tenfold better than the Rangers, and that's why they're still up where they are. I just think the Rangers don't have it. I it's tough because I I agree with you when it comes to young players in AV. Pavel Buchnevich should be on the second line. Scored, first line. Was scoring goals, putting up points with Zibanejad and Kreider. Mm-hmm. And he gets sent down to the fourth line. Yep, to rot. To, he was to play with David DeHarnay and Paul Carey. Why? Exactly. He's one of your best. I'm sorry, but he was one of the best players the Rangers had this season. And putting a guy like that through that, what you gonna now? You're gonna trade him? Are you gonna trade him too? Oh, please, you, don't. you can't. I'm sorry, but this team next year, you're gonna have Philip Hedl, you're gonna have Leah Sanderson, you're gonna have Jimmy Vesey, and you're gonna have Pavel Buchnevich leading that team. Those are gonna be your four guys. You better surround them with great players because those are your four guys. And Leah Kovalchuk. Possibly, I apparently not according to this because the Rangers are trying to get younger. So yeah. I don't know who they're surrounding them with. I I have no idea. Um, you know Tony D'Angelo is going to be on that on that lineup then. If he's on that lineup, I'm not being a Ranger fan anymore. He's going to be. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry, but the, he 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 can't. I don't think he has good he has good offensive potential. He does. I see the way he skates up the ice. He has good offensive potential. His defense. He can't play D. You know no, I, I I don't even know if Kevin Shattenkirk is going to be on this team next season. I have no clue. Shattenkirk will be here. You know. It, it it this team is just it sucks because he wanted to win a cup and he wants to be competitive. Sorry, buddy, that's not happening anymore. Um, it's just it's just thinking about you know when we waved Dan Girardi, we you know we waved Dan Girardi, we end up you know bringing in Kevin Shattenkirk. We all Ranger fans were like, wow, we've revamped. You know, we re-signed Brandon Smith. We're like, wow, we revamped this defense. That was our biggest flaw. And just from then to now, it's wow. Look, I I, hate, I don't want to blame it on injuries because there's injuries happening around no, the you, league. No, you can't blame it on injuries there's because that's when you're supposed to have the, the players, the, the, the next up. men to step up. Exactly. I agree. You can't be blamed on injuries. I Yes, we, could, we would be a lot better with those players that are injured currently. Um, I have... Something from Dan, uh, Dan Rosen here. Okay. Uh, Jeff Gordon was asked directly if Elaine Vigneault will retain, uh, be retained as coach after the season. Uh, he did not want to answer that question today, and he did not want to start any speculation. Uh, he said the organization has a lot of faith in AV, and he wanted to leave it at that. 
Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, all right, so do we want to, are we Are we done with that? Do we want to go into the trade rumors and the asking prices? George LaRock, former NHL player. Uh, How many teams should be this honest with their fans? I I don't know. Like I said, what team, what other team puts out a letter like that saying, hey, we're going to be sellers? Look, I just think it's a different perspective for us. Because we're we're, we're, we're so used to being buyers. We're not used to selling out a trade deadline. I think they're doing this because we're in a playoff hunt. We're yeah. in a playoff hunt. They're, we're, they're we're virtually, they're virtually giving up. We're four points away. This is pretty much saying, listen, we're not making the playoffs. We don't want to make the playoffs because <laughs> we're not going to win a cup. So what's the what the hell's the point? And let's start over. That's it. That's what they're saying. Let's let's break so it. So you're apart. saying to bet against the Rangers every single night for the rest pretty of the much. season because they're <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm contemplating that they're calling everyone up. And that's that's where I was getting to. I, I, I totally went on a different tangent, and I forgot to mention what I actually wanted out of this. So, like I said, I went through the grieving part of this. Last night I was at Trivia uh, at the bar, and I was just looking at the score. Like I looked like Henrik Lundqvist. I looked defeated. I, I saw that. And then, I saw the gif on that. And then, and then, you know, some people were like, oh, like, they could still, you know, they're still in it, right? I was like, no, they suck. Like, they're done. Like the season's the season's over. Like I don't even want to yeah, go to another it's game. You know, I and the only the only way I will go to another game is after the deadline. We'll see who they trade. We'll see what happens. We'll see who we get back. We'll see what picks we get any back. Player back. We're, we'll get picks and prospects. We're not going to get you know a big name. Obviously, all I want from them to do now is call up Heedle, call up Anderson, call up Graves, and Gilmore. Gilmore's been playing. Well. Call up Gilmore. Call him up. Call the kids up. Call the kids up. You'll you'll have Brandon Smith Manning fucking Hartford. Well, since we're going through this, call up the kids. Call up call up Georgiev. Call him up. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Pavlik. Get rid of Pavlik. Call up Georgiev. Have Halverson be your starting goaltender in Hartford. He's already 21. So if they want to, if they have any faith in Halverson as a goaltender, over from Russia. (laughs) That's not going to happen. I wish, but that's not going to happen for at least another two years. I'll tell you. Hold on. So. Halverson. Brandon Halverson is a 21-year-old goaltender right. who is currently now backing up Alexander Georgiev okay. in Hartford. If they have any faith in Halverson, they have to let him play, too. Yes, Georgiev is hot right now, but that's why you call him up. You 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 wave or you trade away Pavlik. You call up Georgiev. You give Halverson the number one spot in Hartford. That's how that works. Call up the kids. Make me happy. I'll go to a game. I'll go to two games. I'll go to a game after the deadline. I don't mind if tickets are fifty dollars because I'm not paying. I'm not paying one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Just on that for too. a venue, um, but uh, that's another topic. That's a different yeah. story. I, I I see what you're saying, and I think the Rangers are waiting on goaltenders because they still believe Henrik Lundqvist can be that elite goaltender. And it's I think he's it's, played great. I, I do as well. It's the D in front of him who can't play. I agree. Um, so. That's one thing. Um, I'm thinking the Rangers, I, I believe Sestorskin has, what, two years left on his deal? Yes. He'll Once, be able to come over with the last year. Is there an year. opt-out? There's an I'm opt-out? not sure about that, but I know that if all goes to plan, he will be backing up Henrik in his last year. Okay. All I know is the three untouchables that no one can touch are Heedle, Anderson, There's and Sestorskin. Yep. Those are the three no one can touch. I agree. Everyone else is in play. I agree. Everyone. I agree. Um. 
But apparently so, they've come out and said that Longquist is the only untouchable. Which I don't agree with. I guess because what you're going to... Listen, I go I, back... You know, I, I like what Henrik said. I did too. He wants to play for one organization. He's with the ship, sink or swim. It. You know, I, this is just... It's crazy. It is. it is Because, you know, we're not used to this. Beginning of the season, we were so hopeful. I know. What do we have? I'm second in the Metro? <laughs> we were so hopeful. <laughs> Look. Injuries occurred. Injuries yeah, occurred. I get it. Um, the team wasn't playing well. I don't know if it was coaching philosophy or just the team in general just didn't have their head in it. I also have another question for you. Yeah, shoot. Before I... Uh, before you... Yeah, we still have a bunch over. of talk about... It's not. Uh, it, it's, it, it goes on. So we could just talk. Um, so now with this waving of Brandon Smith on his birthday. Right. Happy birthday, Brandon, by the way. <laughs> uh, here's your present. You're going down to Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, does that mean that they have more faith in Stephen fucking Camper than Brandon Smith? You know, that's another thing. And they brought him back. I, I Steve Camper's so. not a good defenseman either. Looking at our lines last night on on D were disgusting. Ryan McDonough and Nick Holden. You had, sorry about that. You had uh, our second pairing was Brady Shea and I think Steve Camper, and our bottom pairing was D'Angelo and Smith. That's disgusting. That is awful. And that means that they have more faith in Steve Camfer than they do in a man that they just gave a four-year contract to. Look, Brendan Smith played a hell of a playoff. Yeah, he earned his contract. And I don't know what happened. I don't know either. I, I, he just He's not playing well. It wouldn't shock and me if it is, came out that he was injured, just and, like Shattenkirk. And not even. And this is what we've seen in when he was in Detroit. He wasn't a great defenseman. And you know the two picks we gave up for him? One was Ottawa's second-round pick for this year, which is virtually a top-ten pick in the second round. That's awful. It's tough. It's tough. Um, apparently, rumors with Pacioretty and McDonough heating up, not for each other, but uh, separately. Oh, now now I totally, after seeing that letter, I, Zook's I'm gone. You, I'm telling you, like I told you before. Zook's gone. Zook's gone. McDonough's gone. gone. Those two are gone. That's why... They You're put gonna that see out. familiar faces out. They're they're everyone's for sale. Everyone, not one person on this team is 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 uh, safe. Safe. I guess Henrik is safe, but no one. I mean, if if and I've heard if Tampa and the Rangers make a deal, and if Tyler Johnson is involved in that deal, I'm taking that deal. Send him to a cup contender. Send him do whatever he's got to do because half the Ranger team's on that damn team now. Yeah, yeah so that's true. They, they've had good connections with with uh, trades. Yeah. So look, you know, you never know. Uh, I honestly, I'm making a bold prediction right now. I don't see McDonough finishing the season with the Rangers. I don't. Dude, after reading that letter, anything's possible. I I don't see it. I think he'll end up with Tampa. Or another team looking for a defenseman, maybe Toronto. Other than that, I, that's it. Uh, my notes here. Uh, Are we doing the asking prices? Yeah. Um, as Rick Nash admitted his trade list here of 12 teams that he could be traded to, 
Um, the asking price is a first the round pick. The asking price is a first round pick, top prospect. prospect, and a lower NHL player or another pick. As for Michael Grabner, the first asking rounder. price is a first round pick. So virtually, the Rangers can end up with three first round picks. Yeah. Virtually. Uh, Holden, who apparently has a lot of interest going I don't on know for how. Him. Uh, I, I personally came up with maybe a third, fourth round pick. Whatever you can maybe. do. Get them um, off my team. You know, there's a lot of interest in both of them. Uh, I was looking at teams. I was looking at scenarios for Nash. Nashville. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That could work. St. Louis. Uh, he has a good friend in San Jose named Joe Thornton uh, when he comes back from injury. So maybe those two could get back together. Grabner, Boston. Pittsburgh. Could uh, be an option. Just... Holding could be Boston. Toronto is, again, looking for another defenseman. Um you virtually have three first-round picks this season after going four years without having a first-round pick. So the Rangers are serious about this. And if you trade McDonough, you're getting a first-round pick. Oh, 100%. If you trade Zuccarello, you're getting a second-round pick. 100%. So it's it's interesting. Uh, Larry Brooks was on uh, Sportsnet. At Who New is York. retiring. Oh, thank the Lord. Yeah. Uh not really. He he can report sometimes. Some good, some bad. He's retiring. Uh, he went on Sportsnet, and uh, I I agreed with him. I agreed with what he said. What do you think Jeff Skinner gets? Sorry to I just see him up on your screen. <laughs> uh, value wise. Yeah. First. Yeah. First and a first and a prospect. Just about. I mean, look, the asking price is now. We look at last season. I I, I compared to it to a, like a Martin Hansel type situation. Oh, absolutely! If, he, if, he, if Hansel brings it. if Hansel brings back what he brought back, well, I mean, the, he the asking price in the beginning was what Nash's asking price was, and Evander Kane's a first rounder, a prospect, yeah. another pick, or an NHL player. What did they? What did he get? A, they gave away a first and a second. Yeah, Chicago. I'd still take it. So I'll listen. At this point, I'll take prospects. I'll take anything at this point. Uh, like I said, Larry Brooks was on Sportsnet at noon on uh, on the NHL Network. Uh, Nick Kiprios, former New York Ranger, who won the Stanley Cup with them in 1994. Yep. Um, you know, Kiprios was like, if if I was the Rangers general manager, why am I giving up? At that day, they were three points behind a playoff spot. That's two wins away. Mm-hmm. And Larry Brooks said, listen, like the Rangers are, are just tired of making the playoffs and not doing anything. Uh, they realize they can't win eight. 12 or 16 games this year in the playoff in, in the playoffs. I they did hear that actually. Yeah. Let alone yeah, they can't win they can't 4, win let alone four, win 8. eight let alone um, live 12 yeah. or 16. Yeah. It just they it's time to rebuild or retool, but that was before this letter came out. This so is going to be a total it's rebuilding. A it's a rebuild. I think it's just it's a rebuild. Just get a new foundation. But now what does this mean for next up? year? We're not a playoff team next year. No, you're not. And the year after that and maybe. This might sound a little weird. But so the streak is ending. The playoff streak is going to end this year, probably. It will end this year. Uh, so I was doing some math. At least my heart will be okay in you know April. I was watching um, the NHL Network, NHL Tonight, and it was Jameson Coyle, Kevin Weeks, and Mike Johnson. And Mike Johnson made a great point. Take away Nash's salary cap of 7.8. Oh, God. Here we go. Listen. Oh, God. Here we go. Listen. If this has anything to do with John Tavares. Oh. <laughs> Listen to him. I'm telling you. Oh, here we go. You take away his $7.8 million cap hit, right? Sorry, Islander fans. Here, here saying, goes Pedro I'm again. Just on saying, I'm just saying. You trade McDonough. 
Okay. It's a four point something million cap hit. Okay. You're trading Zuccarello as well. That's uh-huh. another four. That's another four million dollar contract. Uh huh. You have money for this guy now. You have money for John Tavares. Yes, the Rangers can have potentially thirteen million to give this guy. Okay. Thirteen million. That's, that's if he doesn't re-sign with the Islanders. Again, this is hypothetical. What happens if he signs with the Islanders? Well, then we could. S- Fuck it, sucks. What do you want us to do? Uh, I'm just saying. The Rangers. He said that. Mike Johnson said that. And what did I'm what did a player for our viewers? So what did what did Jameson Coyle and Kevin Weeks say? Like you're batshit crazy. No, they didn't say that. Um. I I Listen. How awesome would that be having a the a centers mentor. down the line? Could you imagine? That's. So I don't sound that crazy. No. Yeah, it's a pipe dream. Tavares, Anderson, and Heedle. That's unreal. That's the best centers we've had in years. I mean, let them, let them. You know. Uh... Now, here's another question for you while you're while you're looking that up. Shoot. The Rangers. Do you think that they've been the past few years? They've been building around Lundqvist, right? Yes. Do you think they should have been building around Rick Nash the whole time? No. No? You don't think so? You don't think finding Nash the right pieces to, you know, succeed? No, because Nash has been... Ken Hitchcock said it when he was the coach of Columbus when Nash was in Columbus. Rick Nash is a streaky scorer. I'm not going to surround guys with a streaky scorer. It's not going to happen. You know, Nash is a guy who... He's going to be missed, by the way. Absolutely. I miss him already. I do, too. I do, too. (laughs) Um, It's going to be weird. I don't think you're going to be able to find it because I think you dreamt it. Are you kidding me? I did not dream it. <laughs> I, I watched it the other day. Maybe you should tweet at him and be like, TV. hey, can you just re, reaff- what you reaffirm did. what you said about the Rangers getting... Oh, I know where it is. The Rangers getting uh, John Tavares. Look, it's it's not impossible. It's not impossible. I, I, I don't know, man. Did you find it? Keep talking. Uh, okay. Um, I have to find something. So... I don't know what to talk about. I'm just at a loss for word about... Do you think Jimmy Vesey has been a disappointment? Hmm. I do. I, I, I think when we when we won the Vesey sweepstakes, I remember exactly where I was. I was in the parking lot of City Fields with my girlfriend, who surprised me with Zach Brown Band tickets. And I saw that... It's on my birthday, I believe. Isn't it? I, it probably was. And I... Read that the Rangers got Jimmy Vizi. They Vizi was going to sign with the Rangers. I was ecstatic. Found ecstatic. It, by the way. Okay, continue. I found so, it. So play it. So uh, play it for play it for the listeners if you can. I'm gonna have the. To... Oh, we got a little commercial. Yeah, just, damn commercials. Yeah. Uh, keep going. Uh, Jimmy Vizi. Yeah, I I don't think he. He's no more than a third line guy to me. He's never. Uh, he I'm just, not a fan of those Hobie Baker Award winners because we had one named Matt Gilroy, and that didn't turn out too well. Well, now he's going to be playing for Team USA. And here's a clip. All right, here we go. Saying that the Rangers asked for his uh, no trade list. So as a player, you, you hear that. Uh, what's the future hold for Rick Nash? Uncertainty. Uncertainty, and you can be certain that it will be uncertain. That's really where hmm. where I come to if I'm Rick Nash. I mean, he's pretty public and, and pointed in his comments throughout his time here, especially this year. 
expiring contract saying how much he loves being a Ranger, yep. how much his family loves being here. He enjoys wearing the blue shirt, but uh, the blue shirts have been a little inconsistent this year. That's costed them right now, currently outside of a wild card spot. And they see this as an opportunity if you're Jeff Gordon uh, to be able to move an asset and get something in return and cue the rebuild or the reset, whatever you want to call it. I spoke to Jeff Gordon today and asked him just about the prices, what the prices are looking like so far in the trade market. And he said, well, it's kind of interesting because they haven't really defined themselves yet because there's still some teams that are still in it or feel that they're still in yeah. it. So it's kind of clouded the market in terms of prices so far out in the marketplace. How far out do teams start to find that clarity? Is it a week out from the trade deadline? When is, at what point did GM say, all right, yeah, we are sellers, we are buyers. Yeah. When do you decide that? Depends how realistic you're being with yourself, yeah, exactly. and depends on what your team looks like, what the teams around you are doing. But I think once you get six points out, seven points out at this point in the season, and you have to jump over four or five teams, you should tell yourself that's it. Yeah. Uh, but just as a point of reference, what the Rangers are doing and asking for this no trade list is not disrespectful. It's not disloyal. It's just doing business. And as a matter of practice of business, if I was a G, I might say every year. If I, if on a certain date, give me your list because I don't want to make it weird when I ask it all of a sudden out of the blue. So if I have to ask for it every year, then every year I'm going to ask for it, even if I have no intention of trading you. What is strange is that this has not been the Rangers' MO, is that they're right there in the playoff bubble anyways. And to acknowledge that they may not make it, start stripping their team down as opposed to building on it a little bit, has not been what they've usually done. They're like, let's get us in the playoffs. We have Hank. Let's see what we can do. Uh, it seems like they realize that perhaps... That strategy, even though it might work again, they could get in the playoffs. They do have Henrik Lundqvist. They may win a round or two. Um, is not going to lead them to the Stanley Cup to be a winner. And that's where these tough decisions have to come in. And also, not that everything ties back in the league to John Tavares. Rick Nash makes $8 million. Mm -hmm. You let him go. You trade one other player, four or $5 million player. All of a sudden, there's your $13 million for... If you felt so inclined. Yeah. I mean, and these are some of the things that teams think about as they make preparations for their future but um i like the fact that rick nash is very open about how much he likes it yep. and there's nothing to say if he gets traded goes on a playoff run does well come, come back, back. Yeah. yeah no stop him from yeah, coming back exactly. and signing an eric stall kind of contract yeah sure so um i understand what the rangers are doing just surprised because it's not usually what they've done mm -hmm. interesting not crazy uh no you're not crazy it's just I still don't see. It's just a thought. Yeah, it's a you thought. know, you don't. It's a thought. It has to be running toward in their heads. I I don't think John Tavares will end up with the Rangers, especially being an Islander for yeah since being drafted in 08. So I would like to have him. Of course, everyone would like to have him. You know, uh, what else you got over there? I guess I, I mean it was. They, the Rangers really ruined this because I was going to ask retool rebuild, but we all know what Obviously, this is happening right now. Rebuild. So, <clears throat> uh, asking price for Nash. Talking about you know the when we say asking prices, the only players we really know that are offered right now are the Rangers. The Rangers are the only team really that said, "Hey, we're selling." Uh, so sorry if this was you know very heavily Rangers based, but. A lot of the news around the NHL right now consists of the New York Rangers. Uh, I know Henrik Lundqvist got ran into today at practice by Vinny Letary, and he was not happy about that. Uh, other than that, Pedro, you got anything to add? No. Um, but uh, this is uh, 
it's very interesting. So, you know, we'll we'll see what goes on. Uh, but as of right now, it's it's rebuild time in New York. It's rebuild time. It's time to get young again, and it's time to to start building a new core team and uh, hopefully win a cup. Hopefully. Soon. Uh, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. Uh, I'm at JStar02. Pedro's at underscore Rodriguez underscore twenty. You can visit us on our website at DropThePuckPodcast.com. Find us over on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud uh, for all the listens, uh, all your your listening pleasure. Uh, if you want this soothing voice going right into your eardrums. Uh, Please rate, subscribe, follow, all that stuff. Tweet at us on Twitter. Believe me, we'll answer you. We love interacting with everyone. Uh, other than that, we'll see you next week as we count down towards the trade deadline. One thing. Yes. Uh, General Manager Jeff Gordon said the reality of it is is that we have to look forward. Deals will be based on long term, uh, not try and save the season. So there you go. So when President Glenn Saylor said we are all – tune into the same show here we are all on board so pretty much that cements it uh the rangers are rebuilding rebuilding and not retooling not retooling and not focused on making the playoffs this season yeah so there there you have it ranger fans uh to you know the other fans uh I, I don't know. Um, it's just a different feeling. You know, I'm always excited come playoff time. I guess we've been spoiled in a way. Like, yes, they haven't won it. Uh, but definitely have been spoiled with the playoff appearances, the playoff runs, the excitement of all that. And I don't know. I guess it'll be weird not to have that this year. Uh, and potentially next year and the year after that. And, and the year after that. The year after that. And who knows? Uh, yeah, but um, that's it for us. We will see you guys next week as the as the Rangers Doomsday draws closer and closer and closer. Pedro, see you guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.